Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Here we go. Um, I was working out. I was talking to a buddy of mine. And I was telling him something that Bishop T.D. Jakes told me one time. I heard him say it. He said, uh, I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. I would hate to die and not do the thing that I was born to do. Man, oh man, oh man. Man, that hit me like a like a pile, like a pile of bricks, man. Because it made me feel so grateful that God has allowed me to live my life this way. Now, and I'm talking about grateful for all of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I have had all of them. The person you see today, it ain't always who I was. It was on the inside of me, but it hadn't externalized itself, if that's a word. It hadn't been bought out. It was in here, but it was under development. Who I am today was a process. But like I said before, don't trip. He ain't through with me yet. Even today, I'm still an imperfect soldier for Christ. Today, I still fall short. Oftentimes. But I'll tell you what, I'm ever grateful for the life I have. And you know what? 
I want to encourage everybody today to explore your possibilities. I mean, man, explore your possibilities. Why would you not want to find out, discover, or know what it is God got for you? Why would you not want to achieve or accomplish all of your possibilities? Now, as I ask you this question, I want you to know that the devil is busy, that he plays mind tricks. So as you hear this, I already know he's saying to some of y'all, yeah, Steve, that's easy for you to say, but I didn't got myself in this situation right here. You, ain't nothing too hard for God. Nothing. Nothing. And see, so as you listen to me, try to, try to get your mind open to this. Why would you not want to explore all of your life's possibilities? What's possible with your life? And I'm talking about from right where you are right now. I'm not asking you to change. I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm telling you, this is a fact that God can get you from right where you are right now. Broken, misled, misguided, misunderstood, mistaken, all of that. Misfortunate, all of the misses you've been talking about in your life. You know, you, I missed the lottery. I, I missed my ride. They fired me. I, I missed the deadline. I didn't get it. Miss. People, people, people just miss themselves to death. If you've been all them misses, God can get you from right where you are. God a home run hitter. I'm here to tell you that. He's a home run hitter. He's a put him over the wall whenever he want to all the time. And you can be a recipient of some of these home runs. He'll put the bat in your hand, but you got to swing. Now listen to me. You got to stop feeling sorry for yourself. You got to stop holding yourself down with beating yourself up. He won't hold you down about it if you don't hold yourself down about it. But I'm going to tell you one more time, the devil is busy. So what the devil do is he make you think you ain't worthy. He make you think that you've done something so despicable that you can't come back from it. He makes you feel like you so low you can't go up high. He knock you down and make you feel like you've been knocked down harder than anybody else. You can't get up. He roll you so deep down in that ditch you can't see over the edge. God can come get you from no matter where you are. I'm telling you, man, you ain't in no hole too deep for God. Magic Johnson to tell you that. Listen to me. You ain't in no hole too deep for God. Steve Harvey can tell you that. You ain't in a hole too deep for God. Tyler Perry can tell you that. I can name you some people. Bishop Jake can tell you that. I can tell you. Kenneth Ulmer can tell you that. Bishop Kenneth Ulmer. I can tell you some people. Kirk Franklin can tell you that. Donnie McClurkin can tell you that. I just know some people personally, man, that done been in a hole. I, Joel Osteen can tell you about it. I know some people, man, been down, been in a hole so deep. I bet you Paula Dean can tell you about it. See, and, but, but you know what, then here we go. See, we, see, see, you know, see, we don't, we don't like to talk about that because now we want everybody to pay extra hard for some mistakes they made. When clearly, and excuse me for being a new Christian, but there is a prayer that I've been saying since I was a little bitty boy, and it took me till I was a grown man to understand it. 
Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So see, it ain't my job to hold nobody down, to keep my knee on somebody's neck. Who am I? I'm going to need some forgiveness in a second here, probably today. See, so all this, you holding people down with the way you feel about them and she shouldn't have said this and she'll never get it. I'll never support this again. Man, get up. Get up and get real. You for real? You think you ain't finna need forgiveness real soon? You ain't finna make a diabolical mistake in your life? You don't think you are? I have thousands of them. Probably gonna make a few hundred more before I get up out of here. So I've decided to be in the forgiving business because I want God to forgive my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. You understand? See, excuse me for being a new Christian. I'm, I'm, I, get, I get tired of talking to, piss, to, to, uh, uh, to people, man, supposed to be saved and talking about their Christian. I don't want that type of religion, man. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in that. You can call me wrong if you want to. Say it how you want to say it. I ain't in that no more. I ain't in all that. You can feel how you want to feel about me. But I got proof that God work in my life. You know, I, I can't hardly get it out sometimes when people ask me something about deep on, on the inside of me about my soul and how I used to be and, and my journey and my trip. Because people don't know the trip I've been on. Well, you may have been on one worse than me. But you know what? You ain't in a hole too deep God can't get you out of. Man, I, wish, I, want, I want people to remember that, man. God is a redeemer. He the great I am. So if you ain't got nothing now, what you asking for? You know, you might not have nothing because you ain't asking for nothing. Quit asking God to get you out of debt and ask God for a life of abundance. Then you take the money and you get out of debt. You keep asking to get out of debt. You keep being in debt to get out of. Come on, man. What you asking God for? I'm just tripping today. That's all. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Uh, It's Monday morning. It's the beginning of a new week. But it's the same damn thing up in here. We finna turn up this volume, create this ignorance, and be bout it, bout it. (laughs) Bout it, bout it. Doggone it, Shirley Strawberry. We lit, Steve, we lit. Oh, that sound, oh, that, that, Shirley, that ain't you. Oh, that ain't you. That's why I said it. One more time, Shirley. We lit, Steve, we lit. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we lit. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. I have to say that was fun. It's young people listening to this show going, "Uh uh-uh. We lit, baby, Uh -uh. we lit. Uh -uh. And they probably ain't even saying that no more. They say they it. Still say they it. Say they it. still, still say saying it. we lit. Yeah, they still say it. Mm. <laughs> I'm scared to use modern day slang. I'm still going. I'm still doing, you know, what's happening. What up, player? You yeah. know, that way yeah. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it's out of style, and all my talk is out of style. <laughs> <laughs> we lit. <laughs> Carla Pharrell. What's happening? We bought that life. What's going on? Yeah. Junior, you got one? Uh-uh. But I'm just going to say morning, unk. Stay <laughs> in my lane. Tommy, you got one? Lit, light, lit. I'm living my best life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do this one still work? Turn up. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. one still work? Still Ready for mine? Uh-huh. Okay, come <laughs> on, Steve. What it is. Yeah. That is. What it is, What it y'all. is. That works. What's, what's good? What's good? Yeah. That's what's really right. good. Yeah, what's really Everybody good. Everybody cool? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Yeah. My man. We lit. Yeah. My man. S- slapping fire. <laughs> what, is, what is lit? Yeah, dig that. Dig that. Dig that, Sound like that, the 80s man. saying lit.
You may as well throw a right on in there, Steve. Right you on. Well. I still say right on, man, right on. I still say, hey, man, when I talk to my older brother, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's like talking to Marvin Gaye. In the 70s? Seriously, man. Bro, I'm talking to album? Hey, what's up, bro? What's happening with what's you, man? Here? What's up, man? <laughs> Give me some of that skin, man. Give me some skin, dog. That's five on the black hand side. You know what I'm keep it like that. That's all right, man. Right on. What's been going on with you, player? You still doing it, ain't you? You know pimping ain't easy, but somebody yeah, got to do cliche. it, and it might yeah. as well be me. <laughs> hey, dog. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Tommy? One of my little girls, one of her friends at the house said, Mr. Tommy, you lit. I said, baby. I said, baby, I don't, I don't, I don't smoke weed. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you offended. Mean, she's yeah. looking at you like. You my house. She said, what? Yeah, she's looking at yeah. you like. That could be a drunk reference to <laughs> Oh, God. Either way, I wasn't there. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know what lit meant. Yeah, especially in front of your kids. Friend. I know. But Man. you got to stay fresh and hip, Tommy. You, we got younger kids, too. You, you know, I'm you be trying. Hey, 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 let me tell you what I did one day in Atlanta. I came out of my office with my shirt open. And my kids' friends was in the house. Uh-oh. Went to say, Dad, your shirt is open. I said, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell all your little flat stomach-ass friends turn around and quit looking over here. But it's so funny, Steve. You're right, because we're at an age now where everything we do embarrasses our kids. Yeah. There's nothing that we can do oh, yes. to that our, where our kids think we're cool. Nothing. All right, listen, coming up at 32 after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. We lit! We lit! (laughs) Turn up! (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I got to ask the guys, um, what was the best summer job you ever had? And uh, what job would you not do again, no matter how much it paid? Steve? What job would I not do again, no matter how much it paid? Mm Mm-hmm. That foundry at Ford Motor Company. Oh, you mm. you wouldn't do that? Working no, I wouldn't line. do that. And I would not do. No, but the worst, no, that, you know, the foundry, I didn't like it. Uh, the assembly line at Ford, man, I had some cool people I worked with. That wasn't mm-hmm. bad going to work. It wasn't what I was meant to do. But uh, the Lincoln Electric is the worst job I've ever had. I hate it. What did you do there? What did you do there? I wrap coil wire. You, it's a really it's tough. You know what dies are? Dies are these small round things that you pull wire through, and every die gets smaller, so the wire goes through and compresses and shaves down. It gets thinner and thinner. So let's say the wire starts like a microphone cord. Okay. And what you're trying to get it down to is... Uh, a cord wire that goes inside of inside a speaker wire. And so a really smaller than what it is. Yeah. Really, yeah. So you put it through the die, and it goes through this machine at a high speed. And every die it goes through, every six eight feet gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And it wraps up into a big coil. And then you got to box it up and put it on the pallet. Now to break even, you had to, you had to make two hundred thirty eight boxes a day. Wow. It'd be some days I finish, I got 80. Not 230? <laughs> mm, you short, short. Ooh, you real no. short, Your dog. check is ugly. I mean, you know, but now you're going to get a guarantee. Uh-huh. But to get the bonus, you had to make extra. And at the end of the year, guys was getting $50,000. Mm. $65,000. How much did What'd you get? What you get? I ain't never get. 
Oh, you didn't even get a bonus, period. Uh-uh. Well, what what about it? Mm. I mean, how how could they why, do it? Why was why yeah. was you so slow with your? Yeah. I hate it. Thank you, Tommy. You just didn't I hated like it, it, man. I didn't yeah. like doing the mechanical work to keep the line running because you had to change the dyes all the time. Because oh. the inspector come by and tell you that your wire has a score in it, which means a little scratch. Mm-hmm. That means one of the dyes is wore out, and you don't catch it. Then the, then the uh, inspector come by and X out all your boxes. And the box with the scores in it got to go. So you lose so 15, 15 uh, boxes when the inspector come. It was, I hate it. it wow. Was, I suck. Mm. You're, you're depressed telling us about it. I suck so I, at that. <laughs> what? Um, how old were you then? Oh, 23. Mm, so that was one of your first, like, full-time jobs. Right after Did you four. quit? Did you quit or they fired you? Yeah, I quit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I made the <laughs> story. What did you say? Oh, and wow. what, what is my, happening? My, my, You're my, not doing it anymore. My small business loan came through. Oh, okay. Your small business loan. Yeah, he said he lied. <laughs> I opened up the carpet cleaner company. I didn't have no loan. I just uh, wanted to walk out with dignity. Yeah. Good luck, yes. hard man. We're going to miss you, man. You a good dude, man. You was funny, man. You kept us live in here, man. Yeah, well, But that Y have been whooping your behind. Hey, man, please. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm please. telling you, he sounds so sad. Tell him that Y was, was whooping his behind. Tommy, oh. I was dying, man. And I worked midnight shift from midnight yeah. to 8 in the morning. Wow. I would be so sleepy oh, I, coming I, home, I'd drive by my exit. Wow. That's yeah. how sleepy I would be. Yeah. I would I miss my exit at least five times. Come okay, so let's switch it and ask you what was the best summer job you had because that depressed us all. <laughs> Just the oh, way I got a sounded. job at the swimming pool as a lifeguard and can't swim. <laughs> that was the best job. Yeah. You did what? Good job. I was in college. I got a job at the ah. swimming pool of watching girls. Has a lifeguard and couldn't swim. Ooh. I was sitting on that chair just hoping when nobody get in trouble. Did anybody ever so, get in, in a in a drastic in a situation? Yeah. Uh-uh, no. Thank God. Oh, you got lucky, man. How did you that. convince hey, them hey, that you hey, could dog, swim? I had all them life rafts and stuff up there. Throwing everything out I had so much stuff in the pool. I was throwing furniture in the pool. I had so much furniture in the pool one time. One dude got in trouble, and I threw so much stuff in the pool, he could walk out. He done threw a styrofoam cooler out there. Dog, I had so much pool, I had so much furniture in there, he could walk out. So they didn't test you or anything to see if you could swim? They just hired you on the spot? That's crazy, dog. Well, what had happened was, my name was Steve Harvey. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. It was a white guy at the school named Steve Darby. Oh, okay. He didn't come to work, so I went. Oh. And I they walked you by the there, and he dude? said, are you Steve, Steve Darby? And I went, yeah. Yes, Just with no problem. He said, well, here you go. Handed me that little red thing. Uh-huh. He said, where's your shorts? Okay. So I told him I have them tomorrow. I just bought my pants today. I rolled them up and set up on this chair. Uh-huh. Not lifeguard. <laughs> well, Watching the like girls. Black people kill me, boy. The thing boy. with the lady told him my name is Steve Harvey. Uh-huh. I got paid, man, about six weeks. What? Yep. So Steve Darby never came back? No. The white guy? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea what happened to this dude. He ain't sure. 
Wow. So Steve Harvey went on in there and got the lifeguard. Was in there. <laughs> Anybody had a drowned in that pool, they'd have been dead. Oh, well, God. God, I can't save nobody. <laughs> and wasn't about to jump in that deep. And, and oh, my you, God. You, and you surely, get in trouble surely. in this five foot. Uh, <laughs> and we what? know this just from when A. Margie tried to get in the water in Hawaii. You remember that? Oh, he almost had yes. a damn fit. Yes, he did. Yes, oh, he did. Man. And you did you ever learn to swim, Steve? Yeah, I know how to swim a little bit. You know, I know oh, how to swim. Sure. He, I, he I, got, got a little I, bit in him. I, call, bit. I, have, I have get back. Oh, get back. <laughs> yeah. what Whatever get I fell back? off of, I could swim good enough. <laughs> he got get out. That's what that. he got get out. <laughs> <laughs> now that swim cross oh. there, that ain't going to happen. Uh-huh. I'm so glad you found your purpose. I'm so glad you yeah. found your purpose. I had to hear really you some money. Wow, I, I know. And a lifeguard. <laughs> But getting paid. Oh, skinny ass has some nice shorts. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and headlines. But uh, right now, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Okay. N B F U. Wait, what? NBFU. <laughs> no blacks for you. What, what oh, you? Oh. <laughs> not right now. You're not doing this now. Yeah, you're you, doing this I'm right doing now. it right now in the middle of everything that's going on. NBFU. Let's you. go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Nicole, please. This is she. How you doing? Listen, I'm giving you a call. Uh, you you happen to be um, uh, in a relationship with a with a black man. Am I am I right? I'm sorry, who is this? I'm sorry, my name is Brian. Uh, well, I don't want to give my uh, full name, but it's Giadaya. Giadaya Malcolm. Okay, and, and I'm sorry, why are you calling? Okay, now you, you, you are a Caucasian woman, correct? <laughs> okay, why, I'm, I'm still trying to get to why are you calling? Uh, uh, well, what's going on is um, uh, I'm with an organization, and we're calling people who are in interracial relationships and and from my understanding you are in a interracial relationship correct yes okay i'm with nbfu and that's uh nbfu is no blacks for you and what we're doing is we're trying to get uh uh races to go back to dating each other you know which means caucasians going back you i'm sorry i'm sorry at first i i don't know who you think you are calling my house, but that's just not going to happen. And I don't know where this organization is based out of. I mean, you must be some country bumpkin or something, and you have just really called the wrong house. Okay, well, no, when, uh, uh, NBFU, ma'am, has been around since uh, the early 1940s. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that. And I'm sure at some point you guys have to shut down because this is just ridiculous. Do you know? What I mean, Obama's mother was white. Are you going to go knock on his door too? What the hell are you I'm talking about? I don't about? have time to knock on Obama's door. He's busy yeah. doing yeah, other I things mean, right for now. Real. What like, I'm trying who, to do is get the rest of the country who, to understand who gave, about NBFU. Hey, hey, no to? black. And that's what I'm saying. What I'm Some trying to tell you. trying to tell us we can't be together because you're black and I'm white. He's con. Yo, what's up? Who this? Uh, 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 okay. Who, 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 who is this? This is a. I'm a. I'm a man. Who this? Okay, this is G. Uh, G. Adia. G. Adia Malcolm. And what I'm doing, man, is we, we. You know, I'm with an organization called NBFU, 
And NBFU, man, is no blacks for you, which what we're trying to do is we're trying to get all races to go back to each other. Dude, what you talking about? Dude, you tripping, man. You are, what, what, what kind of organization is that? Y'all are tripping. Okay, oh, brother, what, let me ask you, you something. You don't, feel, you don't feel empty without the sister on your side? You don't feel empty without uh, no, a no, loving uh, black woman on your side? That's what I'm asking you, brother. Well, I, got, I got plenty of black women on my side, but that don't mean that I had to be in a relationship with a black woman. I'm in a relationship with a woman I love. So that's what it's about. Now, I don't feel empty. That's the first problem with your organization right there. The, the premise is wrong. Okay, 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 but brother, what we're trying to do, man, we don't want to lose our race. We don't want the blacks to lose the strength that we have. And if blacks continue to date and mate with blacks, then we would be as powerful and stronger than any other race in the world. Where'd you get this number from, man? Excuse me? How'd you get this number in the first place, dude? I mean, I ain't got time for all this, man. This is some nonsense, bro. How you, why are you calling us? Hey, man, because aren't y'all an interracial uh, couple? Well, yeah, but what difference does that make? That ain't none of your business. Hey, but it is my business. Is I'm with, I'm with NBFU. No okay, black who you with, you. Dog. And you I'm are a black who... person that are integrated within another race. And what we're trying to do, man, is get you to understand, to come back to your race and be comfortable and happy in your oh, race. Oh, oh, you really up now, dog. Come back to my race. I ain't never left my race, dog. You are tripping, yo. And be you. You. Y'all get off our phone, man. Don't call here no more with that. Do you think that you are happier with a Caucasian woman than you would be with a black woman? Man, I, I, don't, even, I don't even want to entertain this. Don't call here no more. Don't call here no more. Oh, do you, but let me ask you, you brother. Be a man and answer the question. Oh, dog. You, you know what? You about to get your well, dog. You, you know what? You really, you really going to get your well. Be a man. I'm asking you to be a man. man. I'm asking and you know you. what? If you bring your over here, you'll find out how much of a grown man I am. Hey, man, don't get like your said, don't. up, man, while I'm in the middle of asking you these questions. Because I ain't got no problem coming over there. I got your phone number. I got your address, too. Bring your on over here and see what you find. I'm asking you about these relationships, man. Are you more comfortable in a relationship with a Caucasian woman than you are with a black woman? Dog, I told you, man, it ain't even about that. And we ain't even going into that. So, look, just please, brother, can you stop calling here? Don't call my girl no, man. no more. We're Don't calling call all interracial people around the country. That's what NBFU does. We call all of y'all, and we try to talk some sense into you and see if you can change the world and go back to the races from which you came. <laughs> You're tripping, y'all. You're really tripping, man. You know what? Obviously, you, you, there's a, a mental institution you're calling from because there's something wrong with you. So, look, don't call here no more, and we ain't got no more problems, all right? Can I say this, can I say this to you? I'm going to your, your girl's job, and I'm talking to her face-to-face -to -face tomorrow about this whole situation. And you know what? And you're going to get your whooped. No, I ain't getting my whooped. I'm going tomorrow, and I'm talking. Matter of fact, right. I ain't even called to talk to you. You put her back on the phone. To hell with you. Put her <laughs> back her on job. the phone. Show up at her job tomorrow and see what happens. I'm showing up Show at her job. Put her back on the phone. Show up at her job tomorrow and see what happens. You're going to mess around and get your See, you done got with this white girl, and you know what, man? You yeah. done changed, man. You changed. You don't know me from the beginning, dude. How you gonna tell me I done changed? You don't know me. I, 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 look know, at, me. I know how you brothers get, man. I'm as black as I ever was. You can't measure my blackness because of who I'm dating. 
You show up at a job tomorrow, you're going to get your ass whooped. You ain't going to sit here and threaten me, man. I am with okay, him. we're done. You, you done worked him up, and now I'm worked up. You're, you're done. You're done. So you can stop calling the house. I I'm coming to your job would. tomorrow. Do you understand me? I'm coming I to your job. You would. Please do. Are you Please listening do. to me? Matter of fact, you can have your man at your job at lunchtime. Not only am I going to talk to you at lunchtime, I'm going to whoop his while oh, I'm there. There's not going to be any talking. You show up, there's not going to be any talking. Yeah, there's it's going to be any talking. Talk. Me and you have a discussion to uphold. NBFU okay. wants to okay. talk to you. You know what? There's a saying. Arguing with a fool makes you a fool. So this conversation is over. Can I say one more thing to you? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> before I leave, and I need to hear this from both of y'all. What is the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> Come on, baby, give it to me. Y'all got to give it to me, not Ooh, give it to you me. You play too much. Uh, you, yeah. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for Ask Steve. This is Steve's favorite segment. We get to ask him questions, and he gets to answer. Uh, our only request, this is another question, is that no, you keep surely, your answer short until we get more questions in. Because you waste time with that. <laughs> Why do you hate that so you know, much? He hates <laughs> setup, Raider. He hates setup. He hates a setup. He does. He All right, does. Steve. Yes, he does, Jay. <laughs> he does. He can't stand a setup, uh-uh. man. <laughs> All right, Steve, here we go. What's the lamest, lamest excuse uh, that you've given to get off the phone with someone? Um, <laughs> I bet you on. got a lot of those. Come Jeez, on. Lord have mercy. Oh. The lamest, though. One of my best ones is that the swimming pool is on fire. What? Literally. Stupid. <laughs> swimming pool. There's uh, a, uh, somebody <laughs> spilled some oil. And the swimming pool is on fire. A grease fire. That in the throws pool. people into yes, something. Yes, it does. For real, you gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's crazy, Steve. All right. Come Here's on, Here's another Tommy. one that I like, oh, too. Okay. So lame. What? <laughs> oh, hell. There's a rat in here. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. Had to get you off the phone. Tell me, come on. How about this? How do you handle? uh, How do you handle people who won't stop talking? Oh, I just you know. Oh, I got you know. Despite plenty of nonverbal clues. I ain't got no problem. I just walk off. What? I just walk off. Oh, I just walk off, though. Well, do they notice? Or they're so Uh, busy talking, they don't even notice. Oh, I I I do it while I'm looking at them. I give them one last blink. I like that And one. then I turn and walk off. <laughs> I yeah, like that one. I've done that a bunch of times. Parties, all kinds of stuff. I walks right off. <laughs> You're stupid. Yeah. Come on, come on, Junior. What my kids was in my office one day just talking to me, asking me, I just got them walked out, went out in the backyard, lit a cigar. <laughs> Dad, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> walk it off. Come on. All right, uh, other than a plunger, what is something that you need to buy long before you need to use it? 
Insurance. What is it? Insurance. That's an insightful answer right yeah. there. That's yeah. really that's uh-huh. one of the most important mm-hmm. things you can it do. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Jay. Okay. You just saw a comedian and you this has happened to you. He or she was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. When I say ha I mean heart. Come on. You don't want to crush their dreams. Yeah. What what do you say to him or her? What First of all, do not make direct eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's not lying. They already know. <laughs> so, dog, first of all, do not make direct okay. eye contact. Okay, wait a minute, Steve. Let me set it up. They come off stage and they're all excited. Hey, Mr. Team, huh? What you think? What, what do you think? King of comedy. <laughs> yeah. How was that? What? What? Tell what, me something. Let me ask you something. What did you think? <laughs> I thought it was great. I mean, did you see it? Did well, yeah, I it? saw it. I saw it. And let me explain something to you. Why do you think it was great? Well, I was out there. I made a connection with the people. Right there. Were- all, listen to me. Two things. You was out there. That's all you were. The connection you made was not the one you looking for. We are here for last. You didn't get none. Where, where should I go from here? What should I do next? Back to your job. <laughs> your day job. Yeah. job. Oh, I done told a lot of comedians, man. You got to pull yeah. up, partner. Yeah. You need to reconsider this, man. Say what you do. All right, Steve. Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Uh, in California, Public memorial services are being held today for 24-year-old Robert Fuller. Robert Fuller, the young black man found hanging from a tree in Palmdale, like suburban Los Angeles, on June 10th. That hanging, local authorities in that mostly white neighborhood claim was a suicide. A lot of folks, though, asking questions. Among those demanding answers, Los Angeles Clippers' Paul George, who was born and raised in Palmdale. George is helping the Fuller family by paying for the funeral services. President Trump retweeted a video over the weekend showing a Trump supporter pumping his fist and shouting, white power, white power. When called on it, Trump claimed he never heard it. The Senate's own black, only black Republican, Tim Scott, told CNN yesterday that the video was offensive and that it should be taken down. It now has been taken down. Republican lawmakers in Mississippi have joined the de- with Democrats to remove the Confederate battle emblem, that's the stars and bars, from that state's flag and replace it with the words, in God we trust. Mississippi has been the only state flag with the stars and bars on it. And the state's House Minority Leader, Robert Johnson, tells NPR the change couldn't have come soon enough. We were told when we see that flag, that means that's somebody that may hurt you, may set your church on fire, may kill you, or may have killed somebody you know. Uh, of course, uh, the change in the flag comes as Confederate monuments all over the South are being toppled, but uh, not everywhere. Vice President Pence was scheduled to host some campaign events over the weekend in Florida and Arizona, but the White House says he's postponed them because of an uptick in the number of coronavirus cases in the U.S. The pushing back on campaign events comes only two days after Pence strongly defended holding rallies during the pandemic. 
Authorities say that the vice president still plans to travel to Texas and Florida and Arizona to meet with the governors and health officials there, only the Republican governors. Meanwhile, the number of worldwide confirmed corona cases now tops 10 million, with deaths close to a half a million. And the U.S. leads the count by the country, by country anyway, with a quarter of all infections and deaths in the U.S. Boston Red Sox organization promising to crack down on racism at Fenway Park. Now the former Twins all-star Tory Hunter told ESPN he was called the N-word uh, about 100 times in that park. And finally, the Rolling Stones are threatening to sue Donald Trump for using one of their songs as his walk-off campaign music. They say the legal team's working with the music rights company BMI to stop unauthorized use of this piece. always get what you want But if you try sometime Well, you might just find That you get what you need. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, your nephew is here with things you whisper. Come on now. Now, um, you, you got to know, there are some things that you just whisper. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. know, when you're in the middle of something and it's going down and it, it ain't going right, there's some things that you just whisper all the time. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Barely. You hear me? I don't get that one. Yeah, she said I know barely. a lot of them. Okay. When you whisper, uh-uh. it... it but there are some things that you whisper. <laughs> okay. Now I'm just gonna ask. I'm just gonna ask you. Shut up, Junior. This I'm is just. Painful. Gonna, <laughs> really painful. I'm just gonna ask you, Uncle. Have you ever been in that moment where there's things that you just whisper? <laughs> yeah. That ain't how you say it. And it yeah. Okay, but if you have been, if, I'm, I'm not, I'm not finna do this, man. But tell me the things. Tell me when you've been in the heat of the moment that you just knew you needed to whistle. Please help him, well, Steve. All of mine ain't been in the heat of the moment. Mine has been other times. Oh, okay. Like, like what? Yeah. Like, here's one. Your pants unzipped. <laughs> okay. That's a good whisper. That's a good whisper. That's a good whisper. That's a good whisper. What else? What else? Oh, Psst. Tommy. Huh? Your wife just walked in. <laughs> That's a good one. God! <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think? Yeah. yeah. That's a real good one. <laughs> yeah, you're on the dance floor. Yeah, you're on the dance floor just having a good time. Yeah, you just, oh, yeah, you're at the salsa club with your boy. <laughs> the girl tripped and showed up at the same club you at. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Y'all Give got one? one? Uh huh, come on. Okay. Things you need to whisper. Mm-hmm. He ain't your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Talking about Malcolm? <laughs> Malcolm? Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm ain't my dad? I got one for you. Oh, come on. The police in here. What? What did you say? The what police say? in here. Which one? <laughs> so ignorant. It's an ignorant show, boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. I think we get the point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> coming up, yeah. All right, more of this crazy ignorance show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something it funny now. It is time for something <laughs> funny. What you got, Jay? I got something, a list. We all got some. Uh-huh. Just let you know right away when it ain't none of your damn business. <laughs> yeah. You might see it. Yeah, but it ain't none but of it ain't, But it ain't your business. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. But you keep looking Oh, you for? know what you see, uh-huh. but it ain't your business. For instance. Now, Shirley, uh-huh. yeah. you are going to have to do some of these. <laughs> now, we have written some out get for you. Because you're not good at this. You don't like this because you're bullshit. But listen to me, this is real black And life. I want you to read them. This is really going on in people's lives. I want you to read at least two of these All of you and read it like you mean it. Let's start off with you, fool. Uh, here too. we go. All right, here we go. Number one, this ain't none of your business. You see it. If mm-hmm. you see somebody throwing a large rug rolled up, okay, yeah. and it's got feet hanging out, that ain't your business. No, that ain't your business. You better tell somebody. That ain't your damn business. Oh my god! And speak when you walk by. <laughs> How you doing, feet? Junior? <laughs> Junior? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. This is real. Uh-huh. When you at a restaurant uh-huh. and you see somebody in the back uh-huh. having a problem with the food. They tell you, and somebody holler out, what the hell did I just say? <laughs> Damn it, keep eating. Don't keep look it. up. That ain't none of your bitch. No. You better call somebody. That no. is not Mm-mm, your nah. business. He better get into it. It <laughs> can happen. If it oh, do. No. Tommy. Tommy, you got one? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. If you were at the restaurant uh-huh. and see a cow pass through the back <laughs> and two chickens fly through, that really ain't nothing. That ain't your business. Oh, Damn business. Order what you going to order. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, come on. Try it. Shirley. Read one of these. Just and pick one. Shirley. Just pick one, Shirley. Okay. Um... If you see your neighbor's kids, if they steal a car or something, and it's not yours, that's your business. That is not that your, your damn business. That ain't your damn business. That's you. not your car. You got I, nothing to do with My no, neighbors. It don't matter, Shirley. I, I it know don't them. matter. It don't they matter. They make your kids. Right? If yeah. you see somebody <laughs> with something on they nose, mm-hmm. and it look like bacon soap. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't your damn bitch. That ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with you. Just talk no. real fast and keep moving. Oh, my God. You're not going to tell anyone? No. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Shirley. Oh, Go ahead. God. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, all right. If you see someone... Open the exit door. Uh-huh. Okay, mm. you're at the movies, and they let nine people in the theater. Yeah. Oh, come on. No, no, that's you're your saying business. That's that not your, your business. business. That is that not your business. You in your seat? They ain't asked you to get out. <laughs> yeah. Movie starting. The movie's okay, look losing here. money. You got one. You got one. Look here. If you hanging out with some white folks at the park, uh-huh. and they hear something and walk through the woods, <laughs> let me tell you something. That ain't got nothing to do with you. That ain't none of your ass in the woods. Don't you go in there. Now that I agree with. Don't you go in there. We heard something. Let me have one. Let me have one. Let me have one. All right, your homeboy. Y'all been boys for years. Tight. Y'all tight. Just hang out. Tight. All of a sudden, you see him hanging out, hugged up with another dude. 
Daddy, mm. tell your daddy. Hey, daddy, your business. Man, you walk off. You ain't see it. You ain't seen none of that. You gotta be careful. You ain't your business. Don't say anything. All right, Jay. Well, what about this then? If you see someone at the drive-thru, take the money and put it in his pocket. That ain't none of your damn business. As long as you get your food, you just get your food. You gotta call the police. No, you don't. No, you don't. You gonna drive off from that window. You don't know what he going through. You don't know what's happening. No, that ain't your business. That ain't your business. That ain't your business at all, man. If you in line at the amusement park. Right. Okay, yeah. And somebody cut the line uh-huh. behind you. Yeah. That ain't your damn business. <laughs> Come up here in front of me. It's your business. But you cut, you see him cut right there, like that, right behind you. That ain't your damn business. That's right that's to cut right. the line. Not that's, that's not right, you guys. It's not your business, oh, man. Let me tell you something. You got one? If you with your wife uh-huh. and see your girlfriend with another man, uh-huh. That really ain't your damn business. That's you not your business. Keep your mouth. No, you, you got yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that ain't your business. You shouldn't say nothing about you. You shouldn't say nothing about you. You're not gonna say anything. Not a thing. Not now. I wouldn't bring it up. No. You're not gonna look. Would be a good time. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, nephew Tommy, right here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? <laughs> Your wife is fine as hell. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Your wife. Here we come. <laughs> it's 2020. Your <laughs> wife is fine as hell. So you felt the need to call the husband and tell him that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was wondering yeah. who Nesta was I mean, talking to. Oh, 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 I know that's right, Chad. <laughs> Come on, cat. Let's Pop go. your car. <laughs> Pop a whole lot. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Daryl. Yeah, this is Daryl. Who is this? Hey, Daryl, how you doing? My name is Alonzo, man. I um work for a uh, liquor distributing company. I, I do uh, dist- uh, liquor distribution. How you doing today? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, man. What, what can I do for you? Hey, we're, we're, we're putting together a big, big event, man, with... Uh, vodka and Uh-oh. they're throwing a they're throwing a huge pool party and like i say i've been i'm in the liquor business man i've been doing it for for quite some years now and you know we're always trying to do different type of uh publicity and really get the hype up and what we're trying to do man is is really get people to come out to this fashion party because it's the first quarter of 2020 we want it to be a one to remember and uh oh. i know so you're trying to invite me out there no, 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 no. You're I, I I go to the bank. I go to the bank where your where your wife works at, Kendra. Uh, and okay, what we're trying to do is have. I mean, we want our flyer and slash poster to be something really, really memorable. Something that's going to really draw people in. And you okay, know, have this this thing is going to be all over social media, the whole nine yards. So we're trying to see. I, you know, I, a buddy of mine told me that he kind of knew of you or had a had a uh, number on you, and I was like, cool, let me reach out to him. He, he told me you were Kendra's husband. So I want Yeah, to I am a husband, you. so I don't understand what my wife's got to do with this whole thing. Okay, what I'm trying to do is see if you were cool with Kendra being on our flyer, man, because I mean, your wife is fine as shit. So we want to put what? her on the flyer. And, whoa, whoa, and, whoa. And, uh, and, uh, what you mean my wife is fine as shit? What, what you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You going to call me up and talk about my wife, man? What's wrong with you? Brother, 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 it's, it's, it's a respect thing. Dog. I'm giving you I'm giving you props. It's props, man. I'm okay, giving you props. Well, spit out what you need, man, because it don't sound right. Dude, 
Dude, we're trying to get your wife. We want to get her through a photo shoot in a bikini so we can put it whoa, on Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hell no. You ain't using my wife in no bikini to put on no f***ing flyer. You out your damn mind? That's my wife, man. Respect me. What's wrong okay, with okay, you? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, hold on, man. Hold on, man. Why are you tripping like this, bro? Why are you tripping like my this? My wife. My wife ain't going to be in no damn no flyer for no party, man. What the f*** do you think this is? What the f*** wrong with you? Okay, bro, bro. You know what, man? I tried to call you and get you to respect. I mean, I... I it don't sound like it. I, well, well, okay, look. I, I didn't call for no argument. I just I just talked to Kendra when I go to the bank tomorrow and see if she want to do it. Oh, oh you going to go to my wife's job at the bank? That's what you're going to do? Okay. I'm just... Go ahead and go I'm down just, there, because I'll be there, too, and I'm going to make a deposit with my foot in your ass. Go ahead. Okay, okay, hold on, man. We we paying we paying five thousand dollars for the photo session. Okay? I don't care what the f you paying. No amount of money's gonna let me put my wife, the mother of my children, on no poster in no bikini. I don't care how much you paying. Kiss my ass before I let you do that. Okay, okay, bro. Okay, so listen, Daryl. I ain't gonna really go back and forth with you, man. I was calling you trying to be a man. I feel the I'm same way. Okay, well, I, I'm trying to be man to man with you and just, you know, throw the opportunity at you. I, I'm, I'm now you throwing it back at me with with disrespect. I mean, opportunity on, for my wife to be a sot? Nah, son. no, I don't want none of that. Okay, man. No, your wife fine as hell. People are. Bro, you need to quit telling me how fine my wife is. Okay. Who the f gave you my phone number in the first place? Okay? Dude, dude, I got. Uh, hey, man. That, uh, evidently, that's all null and void at this point. All right, that don't uh, even matter at this point. The, boy, the, the, okay. issue on the, the issue on the table is I want to take some pictures of Kendra. Let me know when you plan on going to my wife's job at the bank. Let me know when you're going to bring your black ass down there so I can be there, okay? Nobody calls another brother up talking about how fine his wife is, okay? I told you no. Now, you should have just stopped right there, but you're going to keep on talking about my wife. Okay, so let me say this, dog. Tommy is the one that said your wife was fine as hell. That's the one... Brought all this to our attention at the meeting. Tommy is the one that said your wife was fine as hell, dog. Tommy? Who the f is Tommy? Tommy said your wife is fine as hell. That's what. That's well, Tommy can get his ass too. Who is Tommy? You don't you take your wife to work in the morning? Let me know when you gonna bring your black ass down there. Okay. And? Now what y'all be what y'all be listening to on the way to work? What radio we, station y'all be listening to? We be listening. to... <laughs> Are you f***ing kidding me? Are you f***ing kidding me? Damn! This nephew Tommy, baby. Steve Harvey Morgan. Tommy! Your wife. Tommy! You was about to get your ass booked. Hey, man. Your wife Kendra got me to prank you, bro. Wait till I see You know, you got to find wife, you know, you know, let's let's put it out there. Let the world see it, baby. 
This, this is the year. This is the year 2020. Yeah. For what? The year for what? <laughs> Where everybody going to see, because 2020 is the year of the vision. Uh-huh. Everybody uh-huh. going to see you get your ass whooped this year. <laughs> <laughs> Clear as a bell, baby. <sighs> yeah. It's going to happen. Uh, it's happening. Okay. Y'all better be there to protect me, though. You and Junior. Not them first be 30 there to seconds. Throw these hands. I'm low uh, like I'm gonna help you, dog, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna laugh a little bit, dog. Yeah. Especially if he getting the best. You gonna thing. laugh while we in the middle of a fight? Yeah. No, nah, before I jump in, <laughs> like I'm gonna the, get a couple uh, chuckles in. I'm gonna have somebody record it early. I gotta see you take a couple yeah. of balls. Now you're supposed to get slapped for a couple times, Tommy. Some of these. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Up next, the strawberry letter subject: He's handsome, and so is she. Uh, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. Okay, Shirley. Well, mm-hmm. here it is, everybody. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my good friend, Junior. Subject, he's handsome, and so is she. Mm. All right, dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 55-year-old mother of three handsome boys. My youngest son is getting married, but I have an issue with his fiance, and I feel very guilty about it. I hate to be rude, but the girl he is marrying is not, she's just not that attractive at all. I know it's none of my business because he's the one that has to live with her. But my son is very handsome, and I feel like he could do a lot better. His fiance is a sweet girl, and she seems to really love him. But she's just not a pretty girl. At their engagement party, one of my best girlfriends pulled me aside and asked why my future daughter-in-law did not put on any makeup before the party. I had to tell my girlfriend to look again, closely, because the girl did have her makeup done by a professional makeup artist. My girlfriend was embarrassed for even bringing it up. My older sons have nicknamed the fiancé D-A-M-N because that is their that was their initial impression when they met her. Dang. Even, yeah, even my 77-year-old mother said she must really be good to him because she ain't hitting on much in the looks department. Wow, my son has dated beautiful, successful girls in the past, but now he's head over heels uh, for this young lady. I can't help but think what their grandchildren will look like. Uh, What if they take after her? My husband said I'm going straight to hell for my thoughts, but I'm just thinking about my grandkids. I hope I'm not being too evil, but Lord forgive me. She's not pretty enough for my son. Is it wrong to take looks into account when accepting your child's significant other? Should I tell him my concerns? Well, I mean, you're a mom, and this is what moms do, you know. I I mean, this is really just what they do, you know. You said she's a a good girl. You said she's a nice girl. She's just not a pretty girl. Um, You know, but this is who your son wants. This is who he wants to marry. She must be pretty to him or have something that he wants. And maybe to him it's just not all about looks. He's found, you know, the woman of his dreams and, and who makes his heart flutter, and that's who he wants to marry. And the heart loves who the heart loves, okay? Uh, it just does. I mean, you got to stay out of this. You've said way more than enough already. Your other sons put their two cents in it. Your mother, his grandmother... 
put her two cents in it. I mean, you got to make this young lady feel welcomed into the family. And uh, yeah, you are putting a lot on looks. I mean, I get you want cute grandkids. Who doesn't? But, you know, it's just not always all about looks. All right. I mean, you've said your piece. Let it be. Be happy for him and uh, and uh, for their happy marriage. Steve, I got it. I know what's wrong. I got I got it. What <coughs> took me a minute to balance. How many minutes I got here? I got it took me a minute to balance myself, but I finally figured out what was wrong in this letter. This 55-year-old mother of three handsome boys. Handsome. What mama don't think their kids is cute? Exactly. All right, let's start there. My youngest son is getting married, but I got an issue with his fiance, and you're guilty about it. I don't hate to be rude, but the girl he's married is not just, just that attractive at all. Really. But the girl he's marrying is just not that attractive at all. I know it's none of my business. <laughs> Bam! We could have stopped the letter right there, but you kept typing. Mm-hmm. I know it's none of my business. Yes, because he's the one that's got to live with her. Yes, but my son is very handsome, and I feel like he could do a lot better. I want you to count the times in this letter. You can count the times in this letter, and i help you out about how pretty her sons and all her sons is. You know, first of all, she's the mother of three handsome boys. Like I said, what mama don't think they babies them? Now, it ain't none of her business because that's the one she got to live with. But the girl he married is just not that attractive at all. But my son is very handsome. There it is again. And I feel like he could do a lot better. Well, you don't know that, though. See, mm. I'm going to tell you what I do know. We, as men, married the baddest chick we can get. Now, your little pretty-ass son might not have no game. Mm. So maybe maybe you don't understand something, but maybe this is the best he can do. But I got news for you. This girl ain't that unattractive. I'm going to tell you why. Watch this here. Uh, his fiance is a sweet girl, and she seems to really love him. Oh, I guess that don't matter to you no more. Okay, so he can get a little pretty thing to walk all over. Okay, but she's just not a pretty girl. That's you again. At the engagement party, one of my best girlfriends, you know, birds of a feather flock, flock together. One of my best girlfriends pulled me aside and asked me why my future daughter-in-law did not put on makeup before the party. Huh. Right there. Heifer, you know good and hell well. And then I had to tell my girlfriend to look again closely because the girl did have her makeup done by a professional makeup artist. Bam! Your, your girl knew that. Women know when women got on makeup. Man, come on. Your girlfriend messy just like Uh-oh. you. The mom, the grandmother, the Yeah, son. oh, it ain't over with yet, though. <laughs> then my girlfriend was embarrassed for even bringing it up. No, she ain't. My oldest sons have nicknamed the fiancé, damn, because that was their first initial pressure when they met her. That's crazy. You talking, you talking about them three ugly-ass boys you got? Because, <laughs> see, this is what I'm starting to understand. <laughs> them three ugly-ass boys obviously thinks they a lot cuter than they actually are. Mm. That's what I think is going on in here. Matter of fact. Leave that, us with something. The, the 55-year-old lady, her three sons, her husband and grandmama, all them ugly. <laughs> we'll have part two of <laughs> Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Right after this subject, he's handsome and so is she. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Yeah, I'll recap it. He's handsome, so is she. Is yeah, but see, here go the problem is, we got an ugly-ass family <laughs> that's been around each other their whole life, and they never called each other ugly. See, that's all this is. 55-year-old mother, three handsome boys. Everybody think they're baby handsome. My youngest son getting married. The issue with the fiance, feeling guilty, hate to be rude, but the girl is just not that attractive at all. Uh, excuse me, mm. men married the best chick they can get. So this is obviously the best chick your son could get. I know it ain't none of my business. That's why you shouldn't have wrote the letter. But he's the one that's got to live with it. Yes, he is. Have you ever thought that this girl treats him right? But my son is very handsome. You keep saying that. My daddy always told me, if somebody always got to tell you something about themselves, it probably ain't true. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the third time you done mentioned them ugly-ass boys and yours <laughs> and sit up in here trying to make their ass like they all that handsome. You had them ugly-ass kids, and now you sitting up in here trying to destroy this other girl because ain't nobody told you y'all ugly. Well, I'm glad you wrote in with your ugly ass. So now here we go. <laughs> At their engagement party, one of my best friends pulled me to the side and asked me why my future daughter-in-law did not put makeup on. See, messy people hang with messy people. You messy, your girlfriend messy. I had to tell my girlfriend to look again because she had a professional makeup artist do it. My girlfriend was embarrassed for even bringing it up. No, she didn't. She bought it up to be messy. Other, Why did she keep that to herself? Why would she go to her girlfriend and tell her girlfriend, man, your, your future daughter-in-law blow, you know. So let me ask you something about this lady right here. Did you ever think that they said the same thing about you when you got married? <laughs> Maybe your husband's mama said the same thing Mm. about you. Mm. Now, you got these three ugly-ass boys that you keep writing (laughs) off as handsome in this letter. I wish you'd have sent a photo with these little ugly-ass boys of yours. Uh And then your your, your older sons are nicknamed her Damn, because that was their first impression when they met her. You know why they call her Damn? Because everybody looked at them and went, Damn, here come the three musketeers. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> Even my 77-year-old mama says she must be really good, too, because she ain't hit no much in the look department. The whole, this is generational. Yeah, it is. This is generational. Mm. My son has dated beautiful, successful girls in the past, but now he's head over heels for this young lady. Well, let me just look at this. Let's suppose that's a true story. The reason he dated beautiful, successful girls, them pretty, beautiful, successful girls, they know how to treat him. He want to get treated right. I got another news for you. What? Most boys marry girls to remind them of their mama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you shut hey, it down with that one. You need to go somewhere, sir. You need to go sit down somewhere. <laughs> now you shut it down uh, with that one. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny, Steve. I can't help. <laughs> and but think, you sucked your teeth. Yeah, I can't uh, help but think about what they grand what they children would look like. What if they take after her? <laughs> well, what if they take after y'all? <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, you're saying she just can't send blanket statements like that without pictures. Uh. She's no, got prove no, no, yet. not to me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. My husband said I'm going straight to hell for my thoughts, but I'm just thinking about my grandkids. Mm. I hope I'm not being too evil. 
Now, you just like your girlfriend. Oh, man. Girl, I feel so embarrassed bringing this up. That's why you're bringing up. I hope I'm not being too evil. How can you not be? What is too evil? Oh, you just want to be a little evil? <laughs> then, then she throw this in. But Lord, forgive me. Girl, uh-uh. bye. What is there you it, go. Shirley, Shirley, what did they say? That's Felicia. it. You said it. Yeah. You said a girl bye. Boy no, bye. Girl go bye. On out here. Yeah. She is not pretty enough for my son. She might be all your son can get. Lady, your sons is ugly, too. All three of them. Uh. All three of your boys is ugly. Man. And what you need to do is call your husband's mama and ask him, what did he say when y'all got married? (laughs) What? What? I mean, I can't imagine. What? What? What do you think they said, Steve? I can't believe Cleefus is married. <laughs> oh man! Lord, what about them? Cleefus oh, used to have the prettiest, and now look at them. They done had children, <laughs> three of them, and she keep trying to tell everybody they just handsome. <laughs> and we all just goes along with it. We done convinced each other that we all cute. Hell, hell, I'm not that cute. <laughs> Cleefus ain't cute. His wife ain't that cute. His kids ain't cute. <laughs> Oh, man. And you just finna have some little ugly, cute-ass kids. (laughs) She's not pretty enough for my son. Is it wrong to take looks into account when accepting your child's significant other? Should I tell him my concerns? I wish you would go over there so he can quit talking to your ass. Because that's what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he going to break your heart when he tell you, Mama. But she remind me of you. (laughs) This is who oh, I love. man. That's going to make you want to drive your car off the cliff then, lady. Mm. Well, appreciate you writing in to the Steve Harvey morning show. Mm. <laughs> go somewhere. Tell your whole family, go somewhere and sit your little ugly ass down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Steve. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM with your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast. That's on demand. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, you hear Jay. He's back. But today he's also here to tell us, Steve, um, I think the whole room is going to be shocked by this and yeah. everyone listening. Uh, <laughs> why he might need a wife. A what? A what? Steve. Who? Tell us, Steve. Jay. Wait a I minute, might... hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah, listen to me, man. Jay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't mark this down nowhere, but my life no, is I'm pretty... writing it. Yeah. <laughs> my life is not together. Let me tell you why, Steve. I looked in my Come kitchen on. drawer. I've got one damn fork. I yeah. have, Steve, I have three spoons. A wife wouldn't let this happen. Mm-mm. I have no. a butcher knife that's dull. All my cups yeah. are from Papa John's. I don't have a... <laughs> Steve, yeah. my life is gone to hell. I don't have a can yeah. opener. I, I have uh-huh. a wine opener with the two arms. One arm is broken. Steve, I need help, okay? Yeah. I, yeah. I have some saltines from six months ago. <laughs> they're, as, they're as soft as bread. There's, yeah. I, I have, get this now, I have ketchup, mustard, mm-hmm. and honey, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but they're in little condiment packs. That's all I got. <laughs> I, I might have to do this, Steve. I have something in my refrigerator. I have no idea what it is. I don't even know what that is. It's in there, been there for a while. I have one pillow. It's flat. 
Two sheets. <laughs> he got a flat belly. You need help. Yeah, you need help. <laughs> you need help. Two sheets that are mismatched, all right? <laughs> I have one white, one blue, one red. I just have towels. I wash in the shower, and I just dry off with towels. I have no face cloths, none at all. I, I have, Steve, wow. I have no you toilet paper. I have no wet wipes. No, I have no oh, light need, bulbs. Oh, dog, you need a wife, boy. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. You ain't got no wet wipes. You need a wife. <laughs> no toilet tissue. Yeah. Yeah, you already ain't got no okay, face time. Okay. What are I you wiping it. yourself with? <laughs> time? I'm scared to ask. I'm scared to know, Steve. Okay. You got to I man, do you have. To, you, you don't need I have to do pr- laundry. You need to burn all <laughs> your stuff. <laughs> you need to do what? <laughs> you need to burn. You take all your towels out there. That's a shame. All your, all your body, anything that, and burn it. <laughs> I have a bunch of soaps, shampoos, and conditioners, and mouthwash. Basket oh, full. Well, Got them from hotels. So <laughs> I need a wife. Oh, that's terrible. You need a wife, Jay. It's time to come on in, dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Jay. It's time yeah, to come Jay. on in. Come on, Jay. Oh, come on, Bill. big-ass house you got in that one damn fault. <laughs> All right. Wow, Jay. Uh, can't, can't wait for the wedding. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for Comedy I love Roulette. It. I love it. Jay, now quickly. It's very simple. You you guys test our ability to be comedians. Give us five subjects. Pick anything you want. Let the wheels stop. We put it out on a roulette wheel. Wherever it stops, we'll do a couple minutes on it. That's how good we are. All right. That's how good we are. All right. All right. We'll see about that. We have five topics for you. All right. Bring it. Bring it. Number one, the movies. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Steve. What was that, Steve? (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) You got this one, though, Steve. Number two, being dumped. All right. That's on the wheel. Number three, bedwetting. Woo. Been there. I got that one. Uh, uh, number four, bad grades. Number mm-hmm. five, yeah. when to shut up. Cat, spin the wheel. Bad grades. Come on, bad grades. Come on, bad grades. Bad grades. I like when to bad shut up. I did that last week. I like movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Steve. Whoa, okay, okay, that's a good one. Okay, when, when to shut up. When to shut up. Okay. When okay. to shut I'll up. I'll tell you when you shut up. The minute you look in your rear view mirror uh-huh. and you see that blue light, <laughs> it is time <laughs> to shut yeah. up. Not only Quiet. is it time for you to shut up, you make an announcement to everybody in the damn that's car right. to shut <laughs> the hell up, yeah. all right? Yeah. We yeah. doesn't think that there's going to be one person talking, all right? <laughs> and it's usually the sober is one. If they got to lean from the back and talk, the rest have been told to shut <laughs> the hell up. Tell me what up. you got, man. That, no, and, uh, in that same lane. Yes. In that same lane. In the neighborhood. <laughs> When you see somebody running from the law, <laughs> when the law look at us, we don't know nothing. I had one friend on point say, he went that way. No. Fool, what are you telling on Daryl for? <laughs> you already know he know us. Now you sitting the law the same way Daryl went. You could have pointed the other way that when he see us, who you think he looking for? That's you right. didn't see nothing. Shut the hell up. Shut it. Zip it. See what you got. Well... 
I'm gonna go another route. Uh-huh. Let me just do two quick ones. For uh-huh. you. Okay, fellas, mm. it, you know it's time to shut up <laughs> when you're feeling guilty <laughs> and you want to confess. Yes, yes, yes. stop now, that, dog. Well, I don't know what this moment you have. <laughs> partner, we're not going in there to do that. Yeah. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. When I, my first marriage, uh-huh. I went out one night, me and my partner, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I just told, told my ex-wife I was going out, right? Mm-hmm. I'm over at the house. A couple days later, my partner, Reggie, that I went to the club with, uh-huh. this is what he said. Uh-oh. Hey, man. Tell your wife about the club we went to. <laughs> You're looking at him like, what? I just, just something. Yeah. You just go, what, what, what? what are you talking about? What is wrong with you, man? Tell my wife about the club we went to. <laughs> You don't never do that. You don't uh-uh. never supposed to tell you uh-uh. shut up. Uh-uh. Never. Never supposed to do. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I'll tell you another time to shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's a trick, too. Uh-huh. When your mama say, say something. Oh. <laughs> but, 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 but then, did you hear me? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Am I going to answer you or just supposed to be quiet? Right. Yeah. I'm just right. going to take my chance on shutting yes. the hell up. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Say something else. Say, say something, something else. else. Yeah, yeah. I got one for you. You got one? You got one? Tell me. Go ahead, yeah. man. When you on the phone with a woman uh-huh. and you hear her husband say, who the hell you talking to? Oh, Lord. Man, better you better shut, shut your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Hang up, dog. Hang up and block that number. For it life. time to shut up. Now, Junior, huh? as, 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 as far as my mama, when my mama say, I guess I'm lying then. It's Ooh. time to shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Gotta shut up. All right. I guess All I'm right. lying. You guys did again, it again, again, as always. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's what we do. That's what we do. All right. More of this crazy, ignorant show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's something we can all comment on or or think about. If you could be the best player in any sport, what sport would that be? We all know the NFL is the most popular sport. Football, of course, that's the most popular sport in the land. But the players are mostly unseen because they wear helmets, okay? Mm -hmm. And they get hit a lot. Uh, (laughs) Not ideal. NBA players have a good gig, uh, but playing basketball still involves a lot of running around, you know, a lot of running. So, guys, if you were the, to be the best player in any sport, what would that be? Steve? Well, it'd be basketball. I give a damn what that survey said. <laughs> <laughs> You'd run around. Talk about all that damn running around. What you want to do? What sport? <laughs> I want to be no damn baseball player. Get out there every now and then. You out there every third inning. I might have want to be out there for that. <laughs> what about you, Junior? I want to be no damn hockey. I'm going to run my ass up into that wall. We fighting, partner. <laughs> some teeth will be knocked out. Sitting up here and play no dry-ass soccer, one to nothing. Been out here 98 minutes running up and down. I ain't even kicked the damn ball. Kick him, man. Just get this ball in this net best way you can. Throw it in there. <laughs> what about you, Junior? I'm <laughs> up. Basketball. Uh-huh. And the ladies that come with it. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. Okay. What, what Probably, about Charlie, you? me, honestly, about, uh, about 
sumo wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least you naked halfway in. <laughs> Three quarter. All right. All right. Uh, coming up, more fun, more music, more ignorance on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, your nephew is here with things you whisper. Come on now. Now, um, you, you got to know, there are some things that you just whisper, yeah. you know. You mm-hmm. know, when you're in the middle of something and it's going down and it, it ain't going right, that's some things that you just whisper all the time. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Barely. You hear me? I don't get that one. Yeah, she said I know barely. a lot of them. Okay. When you whisper, uh-uh. it... it but there are some things that you whisper. <laughs> okay. Now I'm just gonna ask. I'm just gonna ask you. Shut up, Junior. This I'm is just. Painful. <laughs> really painful. I'm just gonna ask you, on though. Have you ever been in that moment where there's things that you just whisper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That ain't how you say it. And it yeah. Okay, but no, if you have been, if, I'm, I'm not, I'm not finna do this, man. But tell me the things. Tell me when you've been in the heat of the moment that you just knew you needed to whistle. Please help him, well, Steve. All of mine ain't been in the heat of the moment. Mine has been other times. Oh, okay. Like, like what? Yeah. Like, here's one. Your pants unsealed. <laughs> okay. That's a good God, whisper. That's a good whisper. Okay. That's a good whisper. That's a good whisper. That's a good whisper. What else? What else? Oh. Psst. Tommy. Huh? Your wife just walked in. <laughs> That's a good one. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think. Yeah. yeah. That's a real good one. <laughs> yeah, you on the dance floor. Yeah, you on the dance floor, just having a good time. Yeah, you just, oh yeah, you at the salsa club with your boy. <laughs> the girl tripped and showed up at the same club you at. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good. One. Yeah. Y'all Give got me one, one more. Uh huh. Come on. Good one. Okay. Things you need to whisper. Mm-hmm. He ain't your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Talking about Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm? Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm ain't my daddy. I got one for you. Oh, come on. The police in here. What? What'd you say? The What'd police say? in here. Which one? <laughs> Ignorant. It's an ignorant show, boy. All right. uh, Thank you, nephew. I think we get the point. All right. We'll be back with the close. Uh, Today's been a good day. Um, We'll be back to close out the show. (laughs) With Steve's closing remarks coming up at 49 after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Here we are. Last break of the day. And, of course, it is time for you to leave us with some closing remarks. I want to give you some encouragement on your road to success. Uh, I've often said a million times that the road to success is always under construction, that you can expect the pitfalls, the setbacks, 
the detours, the working men at work, so forth and so on. But what I want to remind you of is that you can win if you can fight through the clutter. And one of the best ways that I can give you to fight through the clutter, you have to have a relationship with God. I mean, it's just really the best way to fight through the clutter because you really don't know how exactly to become successful. You really don't know exactly how. I mean, and the reason I know you don't know exactly how is because you've probably aimed for something that in order to achieve it, you really do need God's help. So there's nothing wrong when you don't know exactly how you're going to make it. Because what that means is you've aspired to something so great that in order for it to happen, you absolutely have to have God's help. That's where you want to be. You want to be on a mission that keeps you awake at night. You want to be on a mission, man, that makes you wake up early. You want to be on a mission that requires you to pray constantly. You want to be on a mission, man, where you seek the advice and help of other people that's in a higher position. You want to be on a mission where not achieving it becomes absolutely unacceptable. But to get there, you got to fight through the clutter. And the biggest form of clutter in your mind is the actual figuring it out. Can you remember back on how many times you've tried to figure something out your life, your next move, who to call, who to talk to, whether to try to sell them, how to sell them, what to buy, how to buy. If you go back over all your life of you figuring out my next move, should I go to school, should I not go to school, should I get a degree in this, should I not get a degree in this, should I apply for that job or this job, should I go over here because they pay a little bit more, but this one has better stability, I don't know. But you've constantly been trying to work that out. That's exhausting, and it keeps your mind cluttered. I was reading in my daily meditation how when you clutter your mind up with the how-to, you remove God's presence in your life because he's always hovering and standing close by to come in and comfort you and be beside you and help you make these decisions. But if you never invite him in, if you never invite him to make the decisions, if you never allow his presence to come and calm you down, man, sometimes you just need calming. You know, you could deal with a lot of this stuff that you're going through a lot better if you were had just a calming effect. The calming effect. That's the peace you get when you form a relationship with God. God calms you down because you know he got your back. You know he's in control. He know he got your best interests at heart. You know that he's behind the scenes working on your behalf. When you have that type of relationship, it cools you out. You can chill. You can't do anything about tomorrow. So worrying about it doesn't affect it. Now, I'm not saying and sitting here that you're not supposed to plan, that you're not supposed to have dreams and aspirations, because you do. But in all my dreams of aspirations, all the things I want, I've had to learn to be flexible. Because what I want and what God has for me is oftentimes two different things. But can I share something with you? The thing that God has for you is way better than anything 
anything you could possibly plan. You can't figure it the way he does. His thoughts is way up there, man. His ways is way up there. You can't outfigure God. God can take a very, very dismal situation, folks, and turn it into pure gold for you. When they are lining themselves against you, if God is with you, who can be against you? So let them line up. If you know you've got a relationship with God and you know you're not over there by yourself, why would you be afraid of someone lining up against you? Let them line up. You're talking to somebody who knows this all too well. They have lined up against me in numbers. But guess what? They can't do nothing to me, God don't allow. And even if you do do it, it doesn't mean it has the effect or the desired effect on me that you want it to. And so that's the same thing with you. Because of this relationship with God, you don't have to bend and react to every time somebody don't like a picture or make a bad comment or put a false a falsehood out there about you. You don't have to react to all of that because you have peace in the relationship with God. you got to form this relationship, y'all. You have to. It's imperative to who you are. And the thing about forming a relationship, you don't have to clear it with nobody, but you ain't got to even tell nobody you're doing it. You can just show them a different you. You don't have to make an admission. I'm talking to God every day trying to become a better person. You ain't got to tell nobody that. Just do it. Just do it. That's all you've got to do. All right? Those are my closing remarks. All right, drop it. It's dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. Yeah. Needed that. Oh, it is, man. Can I tell y'all something really good? Mm -hmm. What's up? Have yourself a great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I be doggone. It's time to say that already. (laughs) Have yourself a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 